there's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. There are a lot of things that matter to me. Family, community, culture, and peace of mind. Hi, it's Wilmer Valderrama. And when balancing life, I have to say nothing brings more comfort than having support. And when it comes to ensuring those things that matter to you the most... State Farm offers the support with an agent available in person or on the phone to discuss your coverage options. Support when you need it, however you choose. That's State Farm's way. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes. That it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oye, mi gente, I just want to give you a heads up. The program you are about to hear may have some explicit language. It may not. It also depends on where the vibes and the spirit leads us. Hope you enjoy. Welcome to Morenita, a deep dive into the Latinx experience. With Morenita, we want to create a community and a shared space with you while sharing knowledge and inspiration. This show is about celebrating our culture with guests who exemplify the best of us. I'm Darlene Castillo, y te invito. Oye, mi gente, today we have Jeanette Bodoy a first-generation Mexican-American filmmaker and storyteller from California. She has been a choreographer and a dancer who then transitioned into the prominent role of director. She's directed a plethora of stories, but also commercials like Nike, Bumble, and PetSmart, and so many, many more. Her work is everywhere. If you've sat in front of a TV, you've probably seen it. She has just recently directed her first feature film, Diamond in the Rough, a Latina-led rom-com that can be found on the streaming platform Creator Plus on creatorplus.com. It stars many familiar names like Samantha Boscarino, TikTok influencer Griffin Johnson, and David Keckner. She's also directed an episode for the HBO Max show, The Garcias, featuring a predominantly Latina cast. So you get it, right? Jeanette is a badass in the TV film industry, but she's also so, so much more. We talk about the industry and her incredible projects that she's done and has been a part of, but we also discuss how she navigates her professional life and her personal life. She is the mother of two twin girls, That's right, you heard me, two twin girls. And this threw me for a loop because I was incredibly captivated by the way she balances her lifestyles. I think balance is something that we all struggle with, especially us women and the battle of, can you have it all? Can you have a family? Can you have a career? Can it all be done? 
In episode 22, Maternal Desire with my dear friend Corvaya, we hit so many topics about motherhood and the insight of having it all. It's a rich and a very necessary listen for the modern working woman. Jeanette touches on her maternal desire and her different kind of process that led her to motherhood and how motherhood has impacted her career and how she navigates all that. She shares with us her secrets on how she does it all. Now, I don't want to spoil any more of Jeanette's secrets, so, te invito. Jeanette, welcome to the land of Morenita. Wow. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. I'm excited. I feel so honored um, and just excited to get to like introduce you to our community and what the amazing things that you are doing and have been doing for years and years and years. Um, I mean, Jeanette, you're a director. What brought you into the world of directing? Because I know that you are a choreographer and, you know, you choreograph some epic things. (laughs) But what was that transition for you, like from choreographer, dancer, performer into director world? You know, I mean, my dad will always say, Mija, you are always really bossy. (laughs) So apparently I've been directing people since I was a little kid. Um, But I think choreography is directing, Mm. obviously. Right. And so it wasn't really a hard transition for me. I mean, I felt very comfortable moving into the director's chair. But um, I will say that I did have a lot of encouragement from some of the directors that I did work with. uh, Because I always had an opinion (laughs) on all of it, not just the dance aspect of it, right. And, and many of them said, like, you see the big picture, you should consider um, going into directing. And guess what, I didn't even know directing was a career growing up. I didn't know anything about the entertainment business. You know, my family comes from Mexico, like we didn't come up in this. Um, And so like, what was the introduction for you into this industry? I grew up mainly in Pomona and Riverside, which are suburbs of Los Angeles, you know, an hour, hour and a half away. And um, I took ballet lessons growing up. So I, I trained in a classical ballet theater, but I was always sort of like that kind of like funky little girl who, you know, I mean, at, at every Carnesada, they were playing, you know, cumbia, salsa, soul music. Yeah. Um, my dad was, you know, a Chicano and, and a hip Mexican hippie when he was in college. <laughs> That's when I was born. And um, I was a trained dancer. I came out to Los Angeles to go to school at UCLA. And, you know, my father really wanted me to be a lawyer. Mm. That was his plan. I'm the first child born in the U.S. in my family. Um, that was the American dream. You have to do something like that. And of course, almost like so many of my cousins ended up doing that, by the way. Yeah. But I worked at a law firm to help pay for my tuition to, you know, to go to school. And the lawyers, you know, would say to me, if you have something else that you love, you should pursue that. Mm. So I started taking class in LA, you know, at some of the big dance studios in LA. And one day I just, I saw a, you know, a flyer that said audition for a dance agent. So I did. And that's just, you know, I got that agent and that's how I just, you know, I started to learn and climb. And, you know, I mean, I really knew nothing. I knew nothing. Industry wise, like business wise, you mean? Yeah. Correct. So you're a dancer. 
and you're doing the dance and you're doing the thing. I'm doing the dance. I, you know, I booked some gigs. I didn't book a lot of gigs. I was, you know, I, now that I've been thinking about it a lot, like I was terrible at auditions. <laughs> I was so bad. I would get so nervous. Auditioning is a skill. It is a skill. Yeah. It's a whole separate, like there's, I know so many talented people who are incredible, but like auditioning when they get in the room, it's just, they go out of their bodies or it's just the nerves or what was it for you? Yeah. It was the nerves. The nerves it was yeah. the nerves and I couldn't, um, I couldn't wrangle them. I would lose my confidence. And so I, I don't think I ever really could perform, you know, at the highest level of what I was capable of. Right. And that was something I realized like pretty early on, like, Ooh, and I just, one audition I went in for was for a commercial. And I remember it was for Got Milk. Remember those companies? Yes, Got Milk. <laughs> and so they wanted the women to go in in a bikini mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and like dance. Like we're at like some, you know, happening party and we're going to drink milk in our bikinis. But <laughs> the, the guys in the commercial were not in bikinis. They were like in regular clothes. They were like in shorts and T-shirts or button down shirts or whatever. And I... I remember being in the room and a whole like group of agency people in front of us and the director or whatever. And I'm in a bikini and everyone else is in clothes. And I was just like, yeah, I don't want to do this anymore. Mm. I I can't do this anymore. I just made that decision like pretty early on, you know, what am I going to do? And I I had assisted some choreographers on jobs and I just thought, you know what, I'm going to pursue choreography. Like I always did it in high school. I did it in elementary school. So I just decided I'm going to do this. And I, I just started building a reel, doing free gigs, you know, reaching out to producers. Hey, I'm trying to build a choreography reel. Do you have a gig? Do you have a gig? And people started calling me. And then, you know, one job begets another job begets another job. So that's sort of how I built my reel and started working. And then directing came. You know, I I wanted to direct for a long, long time. And then, you know, I had my daughters. I have twin girls. You have twins? Um, yeah. Oh my I God, twins. wait, I love that. So you come from a family of twins who are twins on your on your side of your family. I actually was like- Or is it your husband? Or I was medically helped into getting twins. <laughs> wait, what? Well, I mean, you know, I had to do fertility treatments. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, wait, I love that we just like leaned into this conversation. I had no idea that you had twins. Yeah, I struggled for years to get pregnant. Mm. Um, so I ended up doing fertility treatments. I'm thank God I had my twins finally. What a blessing. Um, yeah. And that was my focus. That was my priority for a long time. I mean, I always worked. I never mm-hmm. not worked. And I was really lucky that one of my grandmother's was able to help me care for my twins while I was working. So that was amazing. Mm. But um, when they got to be around elementary school age and I felt like, okay, you know what? I can take on the responsibility of being the director now Mm -hmm. Um, because you have all the departments to oversee. You oversee the whole project. Um, And I just, I wanted to wait until I was in a mental and creative space to take that on. Mm. Um, So then when my girls were in elementary school, I decided to direct a commercial spec spot. I wanted to go into commercials. I felt like that was sort of more manageable space to work in because the projects aren't super long. Right. You have 30 to 60 seconds to fill. Exactly. Um, And, and, you know, and you work on them for two two weeks to maybe a month, right. you know, maximum kind of thing. So I could still be 
mom taking her daughter to ballet, mom taking her daughter to tennis, you know, snack mom and also work. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, cause that's equally as important to me in life, you know, are my children. So yeah, I, I made a spec spot for Bridgestone tires. It ended up like getting all these accolades, winning awards, went to the can advertising wow. festival, the top spots in the world. Um, and that sort of launched my directing career. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I love sharing positive tips with my listeners on everything from health challenges to relationship troubles. Because life happens, baby, but you got this. Hi there. I'm Honey German, and I know we can all use some positive energy these days. That's why I make sure to empower my community because a bit of motivation and support can go a long way. And luckily, we have State Farm to support us. Like when you talk to a State Farm agent to choose the coverage you need and they have the options to protect the things you value most. It's the perfect positive tip you need. State Farm is also a big supporter of the My Cultura Podcast Network, where we as podcast hosts get to share our experiences and stories. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite My Cultura shows wherever you listen to podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm so fascinated with you because, you know, as a fellow artist, as a fellow woman who desires the want for motherhood and things like that, it's always like, how can we how can we have it all, right? And how in this industry can we do that all? And it seems like you've found a lane that works for you. And it's a blessing that you were able to find out these things early on as well. And then being able to fulfill yourself and fill your cup in what you wanted becoming a mother and balancing all of those things. <laughs> what is the secret to like continued success in, in that for yourself? How have you been so confident to like lean into all of that? Because I struggle with that as an artist, as a young woman who wants to be a mother, who wants to have a family one day and all of that. Yeah, I understood what capacities I had at what periods of my life. 
right? So when my girls were little, there's so many milestones that happen in their lives. And so that's why directing commercials was really great for me because I wasn't going to be away on a movie for three months and missing the Nutcracker recital, Mm -hmm. the the big tennis tournament. Like those are things like those are memories that are more important to me in my life than my career. Mm. And so I was never in a position to not work, Mm -hmm. right? Like I always had to work not only for financial reasons, but like for my own creative fulfillment. Um, just understanding like where I was in my personal life with my daughters and what, how could I be great at the things I wanted to be great at? I wanted to be a great mom. Okay. I wanted to be a great director. And so commercials served me well because these are these kind of small projects that I can sink into and then jump out of. Mm -hmm. Right. And then when my daughters were in high school, I was like, okay, I'm ready to evolve my creative career. I want to expand into longer format, you know, narrative work. So first I made a documentary about dancers with Down syndrome. Mm. I shot that look while my girls were in school on weekends, you know, that kind of stuff. Then I wrote and directed a short film about families, but mainly about teen girls and how social media is affecting mm. them and the phone and all of that, because that was very real to what I was experiencing, raising my daughters in the age of Instagram. Right. Right. Um, so I wrote that I directed that, that got me into the Sony TV directing program. Mm. So again, girls were in high school, they were starting to, you know, take over their own lives. Um, so then I could have the mental and creative space to con- expand, you know, just Keep expanding where it fits in your shape at that moment in your life. That's what I would say, right? right? Like sometimes your shape is really narrow and I can only fit so much in that space. Like I can fit motherhood and financial responsibility and a little creativity here. (laughs) And then all of a sudden my girls, you know, get older, they're driving, they can drive themselves to ballet and tennis. And then, you know, the lane opens up for me to expand my creative space, but it's, it's worked out well because I've been on set for 30 years. Mm. Right. I've been on every kind of set. I've been on cruise ships. I've been on, you know, TV shows, music videos, concert tours, like all the stuff. And so it's just informed my filmmaking, storytelling, education, so that when I get into a situation like I did this last year where I'm making my first feature film and we're shooting the whole thing in 15 days, I walked in like, okay, yeah, I can do this. I got this. I've been doing all this other stuff all these years. I can do this. And like adapting to the space that you have and like understanding what that is. And it's going to make your process going through that space. It's like less stressful, right? it's not always, I know it's probably the same for you and most artists, but I think especially women, because we have to fight so hard to get through each barrier that comes in front of us. Hmm. So it's always like, Ooh, I wish I was 10 steps ahead of where I am now, you know? Right. And, And I have to give my husband credit because he will remind me, you wanted to be this kind of mom and still work, but that was important to you. Hmm. What you decided was your priority. And so I have been able to do that. And I am really proud of the fact that it's okay that I'm just made my first feature film when my daughters are about to be seniors in college. As a matter of fact, thank God I waited until now because I could do it at a high level because of all the experience that that I've gone through. And you also did a Bumble campaign, correct? Yes. 
what called your attention to that specific project, especially with your having two daughters and like, and then now seeing social media and, and obviously you've been on sets for 30 years. So you've really seen the transition of how social media is reacting with this industry. Um, and I can even go further on with the movie that you're speaking of. I mean, you have an influencer in the movie. Well, okay. So yeah, it helps that I have, you know, daughters that I'm very close to. And so we have a lot of dialogue and a lot of communication. And I know so much about what's going on in their lives because, you know, texting and social media and all those things, which I always like really, especially when they were younger, like really had to oversee, which I think right. we really do with kids. Right. Um, so I originally did a commercial for Bumble Biz. Okay. Which is about connecting people, you know, in the business yes. and on the business angle, which I think is super cool. And I love Bumble and that it's sort of like a female driven, you know, sort of the women have the control. Yeah, we have the power. Right. So I, I love that about it. So I had done this, this spot for Bumble Biz and then they wanted to move, break out into sort of longer form creative content for the brand. And I pitched this idea, which ultimately ended up being pure corazón, mm -hmm. because I felt that, you know, the Latine community has been completely ignored in the mainstream, well, everything, but obviously in the dating world. And I was like, you guys are missing out on a huge population of people yep. that you were not paying attention to. And so I pitched that idea and they said, yeah, let's go. I mean, mine was the one they chose. Yeah. And it was so much fun. It was really great. They really gave me a lot of latitude to sort of create what I wanted out of it. And I, and I was trying to create the, not only just the sense of what the Latine community are dealing with on the dating front, but how culture plays into it, all of that, because culture is such a huge part of our lives. And then again, just like staying on top of what's happening in the world um, just trying to be an informed person, but then you know, kind of ending up with a movie that with an influencer in it. You know, that is what's going on in the world. They are having a huge impact on media. I was lucky to work with Griffin Johnson, who is one who is was super cool, very enthusiastic about our project, very committed to it, and the work ethic that the professional actors are bringing to the set. I was really, you know, I was really lucky on that front. That's awesome. And also like, it's like, yeah, Latina people can fall in love also. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. They're like, I what, know. love? <laughs> I know. What, you guys? And let's talk more about this movie because I am, first off, the trailer is like so cute. <laughs> it's such a great story. I don't want to give too much away, but maybe if you want to kind of discuss it a little bit and talk about it. I'm super proud of it because we just don't get to see ourselves very often in this sort of like, first of all, everyday life. Like mm -hmm. we're everyday people. We fall in love. We have friendship breakups. We have issues with our family members. We don't, you know, I'm like, we can have messy, chaotic lives that are like mainstream, mm -hmm. right? That's, that's what you look at. Like, and when do we get to see ourselves that way? So that was the thing about this movie, which, you know, we want to say is like happy Gilmore meets mean girls kind of vibes, yeah. right? And we really get to see a Latina lead play that kind of role. It has to either be the big superstars or the rest of our content is, you know, immigration, narcos, you know, and those are all important, super important stories. I come from those stories, right? So those are important stories to be told. I'm not knocking those at all. I want to tell that story someday. But when I got the opportunity to just tell just this like funny, straight ahead, chaotic, messy, Latina led story, I was like, hell yes, please. Mm -hmm. 
the lead of my film, Samantha Boscarino, her mom is from Ecuador, right? Like what I, who's the other Ecuadorian actress, you know, of? Mm. like, I don't know any, I mean, of course they're out there. I'm not saying they are. I'm just saying like, we don't, obviously we have so many of our cultures that need to be represented. So for me, that was really fun. Um, I got to work with Carlos La Camara again. Yes. Who plays her I had just worked with him on an episode of the Garcia's for HBO max. So that was really fun. Like to bring him back in and just bring in like the whole movie didn't have to be about her culture, but just the little touches of our culture that we're in everyday life. I mean, I don't know about you. Some days I'm like super Mexican and I've got like <laughs> mariachi music all day long. And other days I'm blasting Radiohead. That's what I was going to say that I love that. Like in this movie, it's not, you're not like throwing it down your throat, like our, the, our throats, like, we're Latino, we're Latino. It's like, no, we get it. We're Latino and we're this and we're that and we're that and we're that and we're that. And we're allowed to be all of those things. And that absolutely comes out full throttle. So, and I, and I appreciate that because that's also like the generation of the American Latinas who are now coming up and who are now like, oh, that's me. I can relate to that story. I can see myself in that story. I know that you have mentioned that you've been on a lot of sets. You've done a lot of things. What is your favorite thing to direct? Like if you had to choose one. Ooh, that's hard. I loved making my movie. I like the collaborative space that you get in with a whole crew. Like we're all there and every set is like that, right? Like we're, this is what's great about the filmmaking community. Like we're there, we're all there to make a product. So that is really great. But when you work with a group of actors through the course of a whole movie, an entire story, and you're talking to them about this is, so in terms of like, just making that movie was just, I felt like I was flying. It was just such a long creative project that you saw from start to finish a whole story. It was a goal I had had in my life. Like I have to make a movie. I want to make a movie so badly. Um, so I, I just really loved it. But I, I love every opportunity. I mean, not to be like ridiculous, but again, with women, I think women have to be multi-hyphenates. Mm -hmm. I think, look at you, look at all the things you do, mm -hmm. right? I think, and, and I think we're interested in a lot of things and I'm not, I'm not gonna put myself in a box and just say, oh, I only direct features, I only direct TV, I only direct docus or commercial. I just wanna continue to expand creatively. That's what I wanna do. Cause that's how we learn and that's how we grow. And I think yes. when you, I was just mentoring a, a class of young Latina actors yesterday. And the one thing I was saying is like, just go out and try things and like challenge yourself. Because if you're, in, and that's something for me, I'm like, when I'm in one place, like you won't catch me in a show for longer than a year or two. I can't do it because I just feel like, where are my creative juices? What's happening? I need to like be here and be there. I need to be growing and feeling new things. And challenging yourself. And I just, and I think that that's really important, even though it's a very scary industry. And as an actor, a lot of people are, are like, you're crazy. I can't believe you left that job and you didn't have a job next. And it's like, I'm going to be okay. <laughs> We're going to figure it out. This is why we have a manager. This is why we have a team. And this is why we audition and we try new things and we take a leap of faith and challenge ourselves. I think that's so important. Something that you keep bringing up that I think is important to highlight and discuss with you is the evolution of women in the industry that, you know, you have mentioned 30 years and in the industry and doing all of these incredible things. What has been the evolution of not only women, but Latine women in the position that you're in 
what are some of the struggles that maybe you have encountered and things that you have overcome? You know, for a long, long time, and including up until today, but it's obviously getting better. But I can tell you, I was the only Mexican American on set, Mm. right? The only, let, let alone, let alone woman. So, so that was going on for the longest time. And I have to say, like, you're in a space where you're just struggling to continue staying in the door, staying in the door, staying in the door. And you're looking around and you're going, okay, there's no one whose family comes from Tijuana the way mine does. Like, there's no one here. No one understands what this struggle is. And I don't even think they can relate in any way, shape or form. So it's, you know, it was always like presenting my identity, always on sets, always in meetings, um, making sure that people knew that I come from this kind of background, that I am Mexican-American. Then, you know, working with female directors, like maybe I've worked with two in all of my career, other female directors up until I started, you know, directing. So again, super rare. And then finally, you know, now, of course, yeah, we're seeing a lot more female directors, especially in television on the television front. Are they Latinas? No, I'm not seeing that many still, you know, so one of the things I will say, and I'm glad all these programs exist to get, you know, to bring directors in and people of color, women and people of color. Sometimes it feels performative to me. Of course. Sometimes it's like, yeah, oh my God, we have this program. Oh yeah, we do support it. But when it comes down to the actual hiring, Mm. who are they hiring? Yeah. We have to keep making our stuff and we have to support each other, which, which is why I really truly appreciate you having me, you know, on your show, because we have to support each other. I want to know about you and all the things you're doing. I'm listening to your podcast. I was just listening um, to another director you, you introduced me to, and I start following her on Instagram and now I want to watch everything she's doing. Like we have to support each other. Yeah. We need to get the power. Yeah, that's what it's all about. And I spoke about this in, in a few episodes. I think this is with Amy Martinez. Um, uh, and I met her when I was on set for and Just Like That, the Sex and the City reboot. And she's Dominican. And I lost my mind. <laughs> she was an AD and she's Dominican. And I was like, I have never seen so many brown people on set. And the boom guy was Dominican. I'm like, you're Dominican. And he was like, so you're Dominican. I was like, I was just like <laughs> mind blown. And I was like, we're here, we're in the room. But something that Amy also mentioned too is like the gatekeeping, right? The whole concept of like, oh, I have to be the only one, right? Or the, and it's like, no, there's enough food for everyone to eat. We just have to share it and continue to share it because once, once you, once I get that, right, I can give that to somebody else and we can all lift each other up. And also, I've understood how the industry has made me feel like I have to be the token, right? Because they only usually choose one, right? So I understand the trauma that we all come from of like, oh, there's three of us in here. They're only going to choose one of us. It's, it's down to the nitty gritty, right? And then you start comparing. And for me personally, I'm like, oh, I'm darker skin. Oh, mi pelota marizo. Oh, um, I look a little bit more black than maybe, oh, they're not going to believe I'm, la- I'm Latina. So then I'm like, I'm fighting against myself with these past traumas. But at the end of the day, it's like, no, if my sis books this, my sis is going to be like, Darylin was awesome. 
and Darren was a great person and we're going to get coffee together and we're going to get tea together. I'm going to follow her on Instagram and we're going to follow each other's journey because you never know. Well, that's why I'm saying about us supporting each other because it's hard to get the power Hmm. to make the changes, right? So however long I've been representing my own culture, myself as a Mexican-American woman, I've been shut down so many times on commercials where I would say, hey, why, why do we have a, you know, a person of color? Why are we not, you know, and you get shut down by the people who hold the money, right? Who have the purse. Um, and it's frustrating and it's so hard and you keep, you know, you keep pushing and fighting like, like I did with Bumble, like I did with Bumble and they heard me and they supported me and they supported this idea, um, which to me didn't seem so crazy, but to them was like, wow, we're, we're going out on a let. And so it's true. Like we, the more of us keep climbing the ladder and bringing the other ones up, the more we have the power to hold more people underneath us. Absolutely. And we need to invite each other in the room. That's the other thing, like not feeling intimidated, but feeling like if you're there for somebody, that person's going to be there for you. And if they're not, then you know what that was about. And it's a lesson learned. That's how that's been my motto the past couple of years. Um, right. You've told so many different kinds of stories. And I know that like that probably changes with your growth as a person and motherhood and all of that combined. When you pick a project to direct, like, what is it about that project for you that like, what is it that thing that you look for? You know, I want to look for an authentic feeling that I can relate to as a woman, as a person. Um, I, I'm a huge, I have like a huge heart. Mm. You know, I'm one of those people that can get involved in a lot of causes and things like that because I, I feel so deeply what other people are going through and I don't want people to suffer. So I made this documentary about dancers with Down syndrome because one day I happened to be at a performance where this group of dancers performed and I, I was hit so deep into my heart that these young people who were out there performing and I understood what that felt like. Mm -hmm. I understand that feeling of performing and being in front of an audience and having people clap for you and what joy that brings to you to be able to express yourself. Right. Mm -hmm. And I just was like, okay, I have to, I have to do something with this. I have to, I can't just sit here and, and just appreciate it. I've got to get involved in this. So I made, you know, so I did it. I, I funded it myself. I made this documentary about dancers with down syndrome, even my film, Ariana Alvarez, she's an outsider. She's coming into this bougie club. She's insecure. She's like trying to buck the system, but really she's in pain because she lost her parents. You know what I mean? So she's covering with this kind of attitude and this like, so I, I want to find that kind of authentic place inside of my characters. Um, even if it's not being shown like full force, like straight to camera, it's like, where is it coming from? Mm-hmm. So that's, you know, that's what I try to tell my project for Bumble, you know, um, Marielle, one of the characters, Tambien Dominicana. Yeah. She, you know, where she's coming from with her culture, coming from New York out here, where a lot of the Latinos out here thought she was just straight black. Right. They couldn't believe she was speaking Spanish. Like how, what that vulnerability must have done for her, mm -hmm. like how that made her feel. That's, I want to connect that way to characters, you know, to people that I work with. Um, that's important to me on projects. 
So just to give a little uh, space for you to talk about, um, I know we talked a lot about Diamond in the Rough. Um, so I just want you to, where can we see it? Where can we find it? When can we, when, when can we look out for it? What's the vibe? How do we find it? <laughs> so Diamond in the Rough is currently streaming on Creator Plus, uh, which is a new streaming platform. It's a new ind independent movie studio and streaming platform right? Where you, you can rent movies sort of one-offs. So you don't have to sign up for a whole subscription, nothing like that. So you can see it on creatorplus.com. And then it's going to be jumping to Amazon soon as well. So you can see it on Amazon. Come on, and Amazon. Other, <laughs> I know, come on, Amazon. And then, and then other things are in the works, you know, right now. So I'm, you know, let's like send me all your positive vibes out into the universe that yes. it's going to jump to another big streaming platform so you can you can see it there guys go watch it it's so good it's so good i love it i love it and i just totally relate so much to the movie especially <laughs> growing up in a predominantly white neighborhood and like growing up in an area that just resonated with me um in the movie there's so much in there um that just hit home for me so thank you for that um what's next for you if you're allowed to speak about it i have pitched on another movie I can't say what it is I'm I'm like all fingers crossed I would love to do it so I'm pitching on movies um I'm taking meetings for tv shows tv is still such a hard medium to jump into you know even though I did my first episode last year like I'm still trying to get another episode like my dream show that I really want is blind spotting. Oh, Jasmine, where you at? Oh, I want blind spotting <laughs> so badly. Like it's just, it's just up my alley on so many levels, but like just the drama, the comedy, the visuals, plus the dance element that they put into the show. Yeah. is like so amazing. So that's like, that's like my dream show. We're uh, all putting it out there <laughs> just right now, manifesting. Thank you. I've also written my own pilot which I'm shopping around right now which is kind of like a a latine um high school dance drama so it's giving like Friday Night Lights vibes with a dance team with a latine dance team um I love so that. I wrote that and so I'm like I'm hoping I can get that going I've been taking some meetings and that's been exciting so yeah and then get my girls back to school for their senior year in college that's I love it Jeanette you do it all you're like goals. <laughs> like you're speaking to me, like my language of what I want my life one day to be and just like be a cool mom and like a kick-ass director and also like a leader, like within your own projects and believing in yourself and jumping and doing it and just committing to everything that you have your hands on. Um, I cannot wait to see all the amazing things that you do. And um, you already know you have a follower in me and a friend. Oh, I'm like obsessed. I'm like, I, I cannot wait. For everyone we're connected now that's it you can't get rid of me it's over for <laughs> i'm glad this is it we've got an amex platinum pro on our hands ladies and gentlemen we haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the centurion lounge <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary wi-fi oh my look at that he is and you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. As an actor, a producer, 
and a proud Latino father, my days can get very busy, which is why I make sure to dedicate time to what's important, like supporting my community through my work, sharing my Colombian and Venezuelan culture, and being present for my family, which is everything to me. Hey everyone, it's Wilmer Valderrama, and we're reflecting on what matters most. I start by giving thanks for good support in my life whenever I need to make the big decisions. How about you? If it's insurance you need, State Farm is there to help you choose the right coverage for you. And State Farm offers great support 24-7. Just call an agent. State Farm is also a big supporter of My Cultura Podcast Network by helping to share our Latinx voices. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite My Cultura shows wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Jeanette, we have a little moment here that I love on Morenita, and it's the moment of questions. Okay. Okay. What's your favorite romance film? Like, what's your go-to? Okay, I'm going to have to say it's Pride and Prejudice. I read the book when I was a little girl, right? My dad used to go and buy books at at, um, yard sales for me. Books that were out of my league (laughs) in terms of what level I should be reading at that. You know, like at five years old, he's buying me Shakespeare and, and Jane Austen. Love that. So I always loved Pride and Prejudice and I read it every year since I was a little kid. And then I saw the BBC version and then mm-hmm. I saw the Kira Knightley version. It's yes. beautifully visual. I love the, the score. Like it's just gorgeous. So I have to say it's Pride and Prejudice. It's a classic. Highly recommend mm-hmm. if no one's ever seen Pride and Prejudice, please go, please go see it. Most treasured on set memory. You know, it was actually this last year because my daughters both were home from school while I was shooting my movie and they got to come to set one of the days. And I, they'd been to my sets before since they, you know, since they were little kids, but like, this was big. Mm. Um, And I think they both, you know, they both just said how proud of me they felt, (laughs) you know, that here I was still like pursuing my dreams while they're in college. Like I'm still going for it. And they both, felt really proud of that. And then that made me feel so proud. What reminds you of home or makes you feel at home? Food. <laughs> I love how quick, how quick you were to answer that. You were like, oh, food. My family is super, like, we're all, you know, the carne asadas we would have every weekend at my abuelita's house, all my tios, all my primas and primos. Like, I have a huge family, mm-hmm. right? And so just being together, all of us, like, that's, that's, I want to do that more than anything. I don't need to go to clubs. I don't need to go to restaurants. I want to be with my familia. Family and food. 
I love that. Food is like always the go-to. I'm always like, what's your, so carne asada would be like your dish. Like that's like the dish for you. I mean, carne asada is just my, my memory of, you know, but um, I mean, all of it. I eat at, don't get me started, pozole, enchiladas, like all of carnitas, all of it. I'm, I'm like, I eat a lot. Let's just say that. I love that. Yeah. Food is a staple food. I think for everybody in the Latina culture, it's like food, the minus tres golpes. So it's like, that's it. Take that. And I'm home always. Yeah. Jeanette, thank you so much for coming on Morenita. Thank you for sharing your insight. Thank you for sharing how you do it all. Thank you for sharing the next projects that you have coming up. Um, and like I said, y'all go watch this movie. It is so good. Jeanette is like, is killing it. And Jeanette, how do we follow you on the social media platform? Do we do Instagram? Mm -hmm. Are you a Twitter? Are you, what's the vibe? Yeah, I do. Um, yes. Instagram and Twitter, uh, JY Godoy director. Love it. Guys, go Uh follow Jeanette, the real deal. Jeanette, thank you so much for taking your time. Thank you for having me. So nice of you. Really appreciate it. Morenita is a production of Sonoro in partnership with iHeartRadio's My Cultura Podcast Network. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.